0: If you were to think about the most expensive vehicles of all time, what would be your top five guesses? Most expensive vehicles of all time. Well, if you guessed the train or railroad system, that is the number one, and and believe it or not, um, Japan came up with that, and it it would cost $75.5 billion. The next... Most expensive with the aircraft carrier, which is the U.S. A rocket was a third, and that was the U.S. Tanks are the fourth. That came from South Korea. And then the final most expensive vehicles of all time, private boat um, in the U.K. for $4.8 billion. So as you think about that, your mind was engaged, right? You're thinking, oh, what could it be? This is Becky Pike Pluth with creative training tips for you today. I'm so glad that you're on because I'm excited about this topic, engagement. As you know, engagement is critical. It's important for a learner to just not zone out, but to be really engaged and a part of the session. So how can you do that? What are some ways that you can do that, especially if you're in a virtual world? So if you're in a webinar platform, how can you engage? For instance, doing a top 10 list. But remember, we want to make sure that it's related to our content sometimes to, to really hook people in. So for instance, the top 10 that I just used, I could use in the car industry, is often Sometimes people start thinking of vehicles only as cars. They forget that there's other things out there. So it's kind of fun to bring up and get people thinking outside of what they typically would answer. So consider using a top 10 to engage people. But in a virtual environment, I also have people stand up. And and the reason I have them stand up, they're going to raise their online hand when they've answered the question or when they have a thought. Um, Everybody think about this topic. And once you have an answer, go ahead and raise your online hand, but also stand up. It's getting the blood out of their feet. It's pulling in their feet. We want to bring it back and reintroduce it into our stream, bloodstream, so that our brain is fed optimally. So having people stand up can be energizing. Um, Another thing I like to do is um, use a brain teaser, just like the top 10 list. So any type of brain teaser can work. At the Bob Pike Group, we use fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks are a way to re-engage the brain. Now, some people might say, oh, fill in the blanks. You just overdo it with fill in the blanks. Obviously, you don't want to have 5,000 of them, but we do want to have enough that people want those blanks filled in. They don't want them in the book when they leave without the answers. So it helps them to come back from zoning. If our brains zone out naturally, we want to provide ways to help re-engage those brains. And fill in the blanks are a great way to do that. And that and these, by the way, can work in a classroom or online. It works in both places. I also have people um, create a poll and then show the poll so they can create it on their own and we should, can show it. Or I could put up a poll and then show it. Uh, In the classroom, we use clicker technology. We use turning point clickers and are able to create all sorts of polls to help get opinions in a confidential way. And the last two that we want to look at is standing and stretching. Again, this is a, a variation on the stand up piece, but by having people stand and stretch, it really just gives them a moment to flex their back muscles and arm muscles and just really get them comfortable again so they're not constantly thinking about the fact that their bum is sore or their eyes are sore from looking at a screen something like that and then um the last one is planting questions i have the participants plant questions In advance, I might give a participant a question, or I might have them consider questions that they want to ask about this topic. If their question is answered, they don't ask it later on in the session. If their question doesn't get answered about three quarters of the way through the session, I ask for what outstanding questions do we still have? And they can write them on the whiteboard or in the text chat area. So by having them create a a question in advance about this topic and then look for the answer throughout it, it keeps that brain far more engaged. So as you're diving into virtual or as you're going into the classroom the next time, consider what are some ways that I can keep those brains in the room engaged and really with me on the journey. Thanks for listening. I'm Becky Pike Pluth and it's time for me to go. We'll see you next time.